I started to obsess on like, how can I help more people that are struggling with addiction, that are struggling with mental health illnesses? Yeah. I'm only one provider. Yeah. So why not work with all the providers? Why not create impact in those lives? So for you, for example, you're like, Rowan, I want to get in space. Yo, you're going to save lives. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I want to show you? Yeah. Like, like, yo, you're going to go out there. You're going to save lives. You probably have somebody in your family yeah. that's suffered from addiction, that has mental health illnesses. Yeah. You may have struggled with mental health yourself. Yeah. And you're like, yo, I want to go out there and make a difference in the world. Like, why wouldn't I want to help that person? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that abundant mindset. Yeah. It has to work where it has to work. Welcome to Circle of Greatness. It's your host, Nehemiah Davis. And today I got a super special episode. I got my guy, Ryan, coming on, y'all. Over there with We Level Up. And he's about to break down the game. Man, I got to hear his story and hear how he's scaling these businesses, man. And without further ado, let's get into it. What's up, my guy? Yo, my thank you so much for having me, man. I got to say, man, y'all got your boys getting down in the ATL, man. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> First off, this house is sick, man. Appreciate that, yeah, bro. Thank you for coming, man. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. It's so funny, bro. We, I'm it's funny, me and Marcus was talking, man, and I'm mad that we didn't build a relationship sooner because we met in we met about eight months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met at an event. We were supposed to connect. It's on me because you sent me a message, and evidently I missed the message. Yeah. But it's all meant to be. I was talking to you guys. I knew y'all flew in, and I didn't know it was you. Yeah. So we having a great conversation. And then he pulled up. I'm like, wait, we met through <laughs> through Nick, who's yeah, both yeah, yeah. Uh, your homie, my homie, great guy. For sure. Um, and just, I just want to start doing a better relate uh, job at building relationships. Well, and I appreciate that. And and I'll tell you, I have to take my ownership as well because I was playing small, yeah. right? Because you crush it, right? Like I, I look up to you, I'm inspired by you in this space because you're one of the innovators, yeah. right? You're one of the OGs and you are crushing it, bro. I so like it, bro. when I'm at Myron's, I'm at these masterminds, I'm like, yo, Neil's doing it, man. Yeah. And I see you on these big stages, yeah. I'm like, dang, he's doing it. Yeah. And so I didn't step up. I didn't, I didn't make it, an, an, if, if I wanted it, yeah. I would've got it. Yeah. And, and so, I, so let, me, let me just take some of the burden off you. I appreciate that, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but we here now, we yeah, locked yeah, yeah. in, bro. That's we about up. to make some magic happen. And uh, bro, you've been crushing it, man, from, from your coaching program, but I'm excited. I gotta hear about the healthcare business, bro. Like y'all going crazy, y'all doing amazing work. And um, I wanna hear a little bit about your story, man, sure. of re resilience. I, I watched you speak earlier and it was very sure. inspiring about you know, how you were, you're sober now. I don't know what yeah, you were yeah. using yeah. when you say, cause when I hear sober, I, I don't know if that mean I was on drugs. I don't know if that mean I was an alcoholic. Right, like right. tell me about that story and how, how did you make the decision? Cause someone's lis listening to this right now yeah. where they may be going through some stuff. They For may sure. be alcohol abuse. They may be drug abuse. I don't know For what sure. their situation, but you was able to overcome it and build something that's just great. So how did you even overcome it? Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I want you to imagine a five-year-old child, yep. his terminally ill sister dies, mm -hmm. his parents and entire family are destroyed as a result of. Yeah. Parents divorce, mom ends up in the arms of an abuser who stabbed her 13 times, hospitalized for six months to get out of the hospital to get back with the same abuser, and then he shoots her with a 357 and attempts to take her life. Mm. And so I am left to defend on my own, physically and emotionally, 
years of neglect led me to multiple juvenile visits, yeah. juvenile detention facility visits. I was, I was just a menace, bro. Yeah. I, I was, there was no safety in my home whatsoever. And um, October 8th, 2001, I was proclaimed dead at the scene of a crime. Wow. And what, I, you mean, what you mean by that proclaimed dead? Like, yeah. what does that mean exactly? Sure, so I was up all weekend partying, um, you know, sniffing cocaine, drinking yeah. alcohol. Yeah. And I remember it was Monday morning, October 8th, and I was driving to drop off a girl and the, the drugs weren't working anymore. I was drinking, yeah. I was taking Xanax and it wasn't working. And I was like, I need to take more. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy that I was driving, happened to be my friend at the time. And I remember us saying like, we're immune to this. I remember taking the pills and I don't remember much. And then I literally woke up like two weeks later in juvie, like, how did I get here? I don't even remember the intake. I don't remember any of that stuff. And then that's when I was faced with 25 to life. I had 21 felonies as a juvenile. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. That's, cr that's crazy. So let me ask you, when did it click? Like, when did you say enough is enough? Because yeah. from my understanding, it's very hard to stop abuse. Like, sure. like my, my uncle was on crack most of my life and it, took forever to get him off yeah. crack from stealing from my, my grandma, which is his mother, stealing from my mom, which is his sister. Like it is a hard thing to break. For sure. So how were you able to just even just break free where you like enough is enough? Like walk me through that part. Yeah. So the best thing that could happen to me was was that accident and, and me facing the 25 to life, because at that point I didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, like I, I had to fully surrender and the best thing happened to me in that moment, that's when I really started to establish a relationship with God. Mm. And so the only thing that works is a spiritual connection. In 12-step program, they say higher power. I believe in Jesus Christ as yeah, my savior. Me too. But, um, but to a higher power that, that has the power to remove the obsession. And that's the only way. A spiritual conditioning is the only way. Just like when you go to church, right? Yeah. It's like if, if you have all the shame and baggage and, and you go to church and, and you ask the Lord to come into your life, he does something to you. It really happens. And so that was the best thing that could have happened to me was being faced with that prison sentence because that was the leverage that I needed to, to change, to, yeah. to do something different. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So it's funny. You're running, you're building a nine-figure health company right now uh, around substance abuse, drug abuse. And it's, cra it's crazy to think that you had to go through that right. probably for multiple reasons. One, of course, this has set you off to be financially free, which is amazing. But even the bigger picture here is you're saving a lot of other people from dying, saving a lot of other people from actually getting their life back on track. But you had to go, somebody said, I don't know if Inky or Myron, you got to go through some stuff to get to some stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you had to maybe go, you had to go through all of that, maybe to go free thousands of other people. For sure. Like somebody's watching this that might say, you know what, I got to just get my stuff together. Yeah. But you had to go through that stuff yeah. in order for them to be like, you know for what, sure. enough is enough. For sure. And that's such a powerful principle that you're referring to, because so often in life, we look at our circumstances as like, why is this happening to me? Yep. You know, I'm this victim. I have this victim mindset like and when you're having that mindset you literally are coming from a place of like powerlessness you're literally like a victim and you're like I, I have no control which is not true and as soon as you start to take responsibility for your life and you actually look at the blessings so as you referred like I had to go through all of that to be in a position to to want to help and, and and create change in people's lives and what's interesting that I haven't really shared this with many people so 
one of the first set of patients that came into my program was actually my mom. Wow. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Dang, one of the first. Uh, did yeah. she know it was your business? Yeah. So she yeah. was a crack user, and yeah. she, you know, she was. God bless her, man. She's the strongest person I've ever met. She's, she's good. She's now? passed now. Yeah, oh, she sorry, passed away. That. Yeah, uh, because of the abuse and just how how bad she took care of herself. Um, but I remembered like that was like I was so excited. Like I, I remember I kept calling her, I kept calling her, like, Mom, I'm gonna get this treatment center. I'm gonna get you in here. I'm gonna get you some help. And um, and and she came. You yeah. know, and, and I was able to see her sober for the next two years of her life yeah. before she ended up passing. Yeah. And so that was that was just like so profound for me. And I was like, holy crap, like every single patient in here has a relative or has a daughter or has a father or mother. And I was like, and wait a minute, I have an opportunity to rekindle relationships like I just got to rekindle. Yeah. I was like, what a blessing. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting an extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below, share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info, insight, strategy, and game from every platform there is. So take a minute to follow me on Instagram, at Neil So same exact name on Twitter, same exact name on TikTok, and follow me on LinkedIn, at Nehemiah Davis. I would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that I drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life. Tune in. You know, then I started getting obsessed with like, how can I help more people? Like, how can I expand this business and grow so that I can save more lives, mm. which is the why behind yeah. what I do. Yeah. And now y'all, y'all are up to eight different treatment centers in five different states, yeah, I want to say, which is, five states. which is crazy. <laughs> What's the ultimate goal? How many do y'all are? Cause I know this is we, we were talking like, bro, it's crazy. This is just the beginning. Yeah. So what's the what's the ultimate plan for you with this? So if you asked me that question two months ago, I would have said, you know, we just got to a place where we're dialed in. Like we just broke through this threshold. Yep. And then if I'm honest, talked to Nick last week, talked to you this week, yep. and now everybody's like, yo, this is a fire business. I want to be in it. And I'm talking to my man downstairs. I was like, well, I think we need to double down, yeah. you know, because yeah. Listen, you crush it. I know this is uh, of, of interest to you. Yeah, 100%. And so there's I'm about to have you walk me through it right here on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, listen, proximity is everything, right? Yeah. And so just the idea of like having like-minded individuals. And, and I know you're a believer and I yeah. know you do good things in the world. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what really drew me to you is, is just how I see you move with Nick. Yeah. And how I see you show up with, yeah. with serving. Yeah from a servant mindset and, yeah. and putting God first, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and like when your videos come out, when I see you, I, I, it's all about giving back and helping kids, bro. man. I'm yeah. like, dang, like I love that dude, yeah. man. And it's fine, I appreciate it. It's like one of the things I want people to really catch, right, it's so important is serve your way to success. Uh -huh. I've been a full-time entrepreneur now 15, 16 years and most people start giving back after you make the money. My mind made it mandatory to give wow. back when I was making no money. Wow. So it's now became ingrained in me that giving back is the way. That is like right. one of the, I'm not doing it looking for anything in return. It just makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And I know we're doing something for someone that can't do something for themselves. That's so true. Um, and just to add, like I want everybody listen, like man, serve your way to success. You need to go find somebody that you can go serve under, whether yeah. it's a mentor, someone you want to learn from, like sure. whether you it's charity, like that serving your way for success has for sure. gotten me so far in my life, man. Just I want to give back and make a difference, and I'm not looking for anything in return. For sure. How can I add value to you? 
and I don't even, I ain't even, oh, he's trying to, he's doing this because yeah. it's a, right. an evil plan. And no, right. let me just try to add value. And I know the universe and God going to give it back to yeah, you. For sure. I heard someone say, uh, if you get more people, if you get, it's something like if you get people more what they want, you're going to get everything that that's you so want. True. You know that's what so mean? So I mean? So that's, that's yeah. a focus of mine right That now. really resonates with me. And it's, it's so interesting, man, because there was definitely a time in my life when all I cared about was me. You know, and like you mentioned, like getting a mentor or having a coach, there was a time in my life when I didn't even understand serve your way to success. I didn't understand that concept, yeah. you know, because I was always like trying to get mine. Yeah. And I thought I had to have that. But when you have that mindset, you're coming from a place of lack. Yeah. And if you're coming from a place of lack, you're never going to generate abundance. You're yes. never going to attract abundance. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence that you're absolutely crushing it. And here we are, and, and literally, I, I, like, it's automatic for me. That, yeah. that young lady came up to me and was like, yo, I wanna help, I wanna, I wanna you know, partner and, and yeah. build and skill this business. I was like, check it out, like, I just started this, like, yeah. I could show you, yeah. but I was like, my man, yeah, he crushes it. it. I was like, let me bring you back to him. Yeah, and I so appreciate it, it's that. just automatic. Instant. Yeah, and that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. And that's same for this healthcare. So I want you to walk me through if, Y'all building something crap. I know I'm, I'm speaking in existence, uh, a 10-figure exit for y'all uh, <laughs> in the coming years. I know you're talking about three to five runway, run one of the focuses, but yeah. I want to build, you know, I'm big. Marcus was here. We talk about recession-proof. Uh -huh. You're in a recession-proof industry, I want to say. Anything yeah. that got to deal with health care. And there's so many facets. You got home health care. You got hospitals. You yeah. got nursing homes like it's so many aspects but if i wanted to go start me a a, a 10 million dollar a year home health care sure, sure. business work me walk me through coach me sure I, what should i be doing yeah so the first step for me is is you want to and i'm gonna take my phone out so i could take notes yeah, no, i good. had somebody on one of our shows he's in his phone i'm taking notes people note <laughs> yeah, takers that, are that money makers the lesson anytime i'm in yeah. an event or anytime yeah. i'm doing anything i'm always taking notes yep. Um, so the first thing you want to do is, is you want to identify the startup capital. Like yeah. how much is this project going to cost? Mm, that's good. And so the first thing is like, okay. And then the second thing is like, all right, now I have the available capital. What's a good amount? So for, for what me, I'm trying like, to do. like three to 5 million is yeah. typically the, uh, the raise. So you playing big boy, that's big boy game. Yeah, three yeah, to yeah. five. So this is not <laughs> a, this not just hire your auntie to say you no. watch. This is a different game we play. Well, so here's the thing. Like, so I've been down this road. So m most people may be intimidated of that month, yeah. that number, but yeah. I know it's going to work. So like, I'm not mm. worried about it. So Got like it. in my mind, Perfect. I'm not risking capital. In yeah. my mind, I'm like, yo, this is going to, I'm going to get my money back in 12 to 18 months. Got it. Perfect. And that's typically what happens for us. Yeah. 12 to 18 months, investors are getting all their cash back. Yeah. I like it. And so, and then. And then I, I create an offer that can't be refused, right? I, I, I give a return of capital to those investors that put up their money, and then they're making anywhere between 30 to 70% on their money annually. Which, which and, is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. And so then you'd want to identify a location. So three to five million first, got it. Location, yep. which are we doing? Is this a treatment center? Is this a home health care? No, which so I, 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 would, I would primarily focus on either mental health program yep. or a detox and residential program. Okay. Yeah, detox or res program, and which, which would be more of an, an inpatient setting. Okay. And so people are coming and they're staying with you for 21 to 30 days. Okay. And so this is the highest acute, the highest level of care. And so at this level, you're dealing with people that are like near death, people that have been drinking for 15, 20 years, and they need to come in and detox off of the alcohol or drugs. Side note, I don't want to, sure, sure. you've been to Kensington? I haven't. I know you've been to Kensington. Ken, uh, Kensington Beach is just, 
they're like, I don't know what drug. It's when you lean in and you just, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what. It's sucking I don't know cap. if that's heroin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but go ahead. Cons- yeah, no, for okay. sure. Yeah, I mean, opiates or heroin is when yeah. they're when they're doing that. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, leaning in and just falling yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. So that's that the highest level of. You said 21 days at the highest level of treatment. So you're yeah. working with them around the clock. Yeah. So 24 okay. seven, seven days a week. Uh, nursing team, medical team, um, licensed practitioners, licensed nurses. Um, licensed mental health counselors, licensed therapists, and then we create, you create a program, you create a modality. Um, but a lot of that stuff you can hire like consultants yeah. that, that can walk you through the, like the licensing process yeah. or the zoning process. Um, there's lawyers that do that stuff now. So the second thing would be identifying a property. Mm. You know, location does matter. Um, and usually what I like to do when I'm identifying like a different location or a different state, I look for like an anchor, yeah. somebody that I can like build a business around. Somebody that's solid, somebody that's reputable, somebody that's been in the business long enough that I can lean on, and I give that oppor- I give that individual opportunity that he wouldn't get otherwise. And so, so you for- say anchored. Oh, go. Yeah, you're no, you're saying good. you're good. And so, for example, like right now, like I have a business. Let's just say I'm doing ten million dollars a year. And so, if I have a, an abundant mindset, and I'm like, okay, I want to go from ten to twenty, but on the second ten, I'm only going to make eighty percent of that. I'm making 8 million more than I'm making on the 10. So why would I be shady or why would I have this lack mindset? Like break my people off, yeah. like let them earn a living let, mm-hmm. because we have these operators out here in our space. I mean, the healthcare space is probably the most taxing space. Yeah. I mean, when you're dealing with sick people every day, all day, and they're behavioral issues. Yeah. I mean, they, they, these are people that hate themselves. These are people that attempt to commit suicide. So think about it. Like imagine if me and you were chilling all day long and you're constantly talking me off the ledge. Yeah. That's going to affect you. That's going to impact you. Yeah. And so the way I look at it is like, you got to take care of the people. You got to take care of the, those healthcare professionals that are doing that hard work. And so bring them in, bring them in on the deal, give them a couple of points, give them some upside, give them a sweet salary. But now you have a business that's like crushing that. it yeah. and they're happy and you don't have to be there. You don't have to over, oversee them constantly. Yeah. And so in real estate, when I think about the anchor, you're thinking about like, when you're talking about a shopping center, the supermarket. Yeah. And this for me, anchor, you were talking about an operator, essentially sure. somebody that can take this over and be like, for I'm sure. going to I'm going to run this like it's my own. For Give sure. it everything I got. For sure. Okay. Because then, then I, because I, I just need, so like for me, it's like, think about like basketball, right? Like you only have one or two superstars on a team. Yep. And then you have like good players. Then yep. you have like so average players. Role players. And then you have like bench players. Yep. And so that's the way I look at it. Like you need one rock star. You need a rock star that's like a LeBron James or like a Dwayne Wade or Kobe Bryant or Allen Iverson, whoever you want to call, that can score, that can put points on the board, that's going to bring you to the playoffs. Yeah. And then getting you through the playoffs and winning a championships comes from the leadership. You, yeah. a guy that has the vision, a guy that knows how to push and motivate people, inspire people when they get stuck. And then you need like really good employees that are bought in, that are, that are company people. I mean, think about it. 98% of the, the, the world is blue collar. And so most people have a mindset of like, I just want a place that I can go, hang my hat, have a career and be a part of something, yeah. be a part of a vision or, or a mission much bigger than mine that is willing to be led and that is hungry just hearing that and just the formula is already i like it like you need some things in place but i like it when you talked about finding a real estate are we buying this or are we leasing it so that's where you get into you know preserving your capital in the beginning so what i've done in the beginning was like lease to own yep so i identify a property and i'll structure a lease where i step in low low upfront cash yep. you know, usually it's like first last security and maybe some ti yeah 
and then I'll do like a three to five year lease with an option that I can purchase at any time. And so then when that business starts performing, just go down to the local bank, show them, you know, show them the, the, the finances, yep. financials, and then they're like, all right, here's a loan. And then you exercise the loan and now you own real estate. And then it's separate from the business, right? And so mm -hmm. you want to protect yourself. You, protecting is very important. So we have shell companies that own the operating company yeah. because if something does happen, because there are sentinel events, people do get sick, people do die, people do, you know, sneak drugs in. And, and they, they, again, we're dealing with behaviors. Yeah. So you want to protect yourself. And, and we have huge insurance policies that yeah. protect that. Um, and then you keep the, the real estate to the side because then as a healthcare professional, you can accelerate depreciation and write off all those taxes. Mm. So if you have a $10 million building, you're literally saving probably $2.5 million of your income for that year. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm doing my first cost segregation study now. Oh, wow. Like, on That's this place. So, oh, wow. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so, up. I'm trying. Bro, I'm learning. so good when you take that save, you're like, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> bro, listen. <laughs> all these things I'm learning now, but like, I wish I would have known all these yeah. things sooner, bro. Yeah. Like, who, like, like, who put you on it? Like, where did you decide you won't get in this game, though? I, I, I kind of jumped to that part. What made you say, and I know for certain that, like, we talked earlier that I worked at the private airport specifically. That was specific to show me a bigger lifestyle, to show me that there was a lot more than the row home in West Philly I grew up in. That sure. was a specific reason. I believe sure. you went through those things specifically for these moments that you're in, but yeah, yeah. what made you say, yo, I should get in it? Was it a mentor? Was it a coach? Did you stumble upon it? What made yeah. you say I'm getting into this? So 2007, I met a gentleman who was a commodity broker and he was crushing it. And at this time in my life, I think I was making like 60,000 a year as like yeah. a construction worker. Yeah. And like, that was my, that was my vision, yeah. right? Like my, that's what my dad did. That's what he thought I should do is a good, hard live, you know, good, you know, hardworking, good earning, good living, whatever. Then I met this guy, Matt Meyer, and he had a Breitling. Remember them old like diamond and bezel Breitlings? Yep. I'm like, yo, what is that? He's like, oh, that's a Breitling. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, what do you do? He's like, come into the office. The day I showed up, that was, he, he got paid. He made 70,000 in a month. Wow. And I was like, you just did what I did in a year. Yeah. And I was like, what do I got to do? He says, you get your series three. He said, you dial the phone, you show up first, you leave last, you dial more than everybody else, you'll be a millionaire. I said, wait a minute. I said, hold up. Cause I understand hard work. Yeah. I do construction. Like yeah. I get that concept. Yeah. Like, I get, like, I'm working hard as I possibly right. can work. And, and, and the concept of like thinking like the harder I work, the more money I get isn't real. Yeah. And so for those of you that are out there thinking that you need to work harder, that's not the case Facts. because I'm here living proof of that. But you work hard though. I but do. you work hard on the right things. I grind, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all about the disbursement of my energy, yeah. right? Like, like this relationship right yeah. now. Yeah. Like I'm here with you because I know what's possible and I know we're both aligned yeah, and, and our visions are so big that we're just gonna elevate each other. 1000%. And so absolutely, like I could be, I could be doing like this. This, this is fun for me. Yeah, People are like, what do you do for hobby? Yeah. Oh, I get on podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I go to seminars. Yeah, I talk yeah. about how to get money. Like yeah. I talk about how to change lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I started crushing it, man. And and then all of a sudden, I started to lose myself because mm. I wasn't really providing a good service. Yeah. You know, I was I was putting people in in investments that were extremely aggressive. Yeah. So I was like the casino, yeah. and I would I would I would prey on people's greed, mm. you know, because they could hit, you know, like John, you put in a hundred grand, if gold goes up a hundred bucks, you're turning that hundred into 300. 
And they're like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And then they'll buy it and then it will hit. And then they're like, let's go again. Then they double down. But the house always wins. So I think there's like 90% of options expire worthless. Yeah. And so everybody that invested with me eventually lost. And when you say options, you mean like stock trading options? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Commodity options. I was yeah, yeah, commodities. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay. And then I got suspended by, uh, I got suspended by the NFA. And then I got into an unregulated business selling uh, leveraged precious metals. And so we were buying bullion. That copper and yeah, so gold, silver, okay. um, really gold, silver, platinum, palladium is what we were trading. Yeah. And and so it was leveraged contracts. And so there were finance agreements, and it was similar to like options. And so people would put in a hundred, they get two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of bullion. If bullion went up, they would get two and a half times the return. Well, the market got smoked. My book got smoked, and then I got sued by the FTC. Wow. Yeah. And they don't want you don't want to fool with them. No, guys. ten million dollar lawsuit. I beat the preliminary injunction. I was able to prove everything that they were saying was false, but they were so upset with me because I spent all my money. Like they, they were, they, they thought it was a lot different than it was. Yeah. And so they were like, pretty much like, we're gonna, we're the government, we're gonna steamroll you until you give up. And wow. I was like, look, I don't want to be in the business anymore. Like I'm not proud of what I did. I'm yeah. not proud to be here. And I remember my dad calling me the day after I got sued because I was on the front page of the Sun Sentinel in Florida. How long you been clean from this moment? So, sobriety, sober, yeah. um, I'm probably at like 10, 11 years sober. No, I'm saying from that been 10, 11 years at that moment. Yeah, I was sober okay. 10, 11 years Got at it. that time. Okay. So, and my dad was like, pretty much like, like my son wouldn't do this. Like, who are you? Yeah. You know, and it crushed me because like, I'm a genuine loving person yeah. and I wasn't being that, but it was the best thing that could have happened to me. You know, another one of those like breaking moments. And I went to this personal development seminar um, and I identified that like I have a passion, I have a gift to influence and inspire people. Yeah. And so my man, actually Adam, my business partner today, worked at a drug and alcohol rehab center. And he used to be like, yo, Sharif's got Rolls Royces, he's on the beach, like yeah. this dude's getting it. I was yeah. like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I gotta get in that business. Yeah. And I was like, that, that's how I gotta get there. And so then I knew I was good at marketing and sales. And so I found a treatment center, proof of concept. I went to a treatment center and I said, look, I can crush into marketing sales. You don't have that component. Let me buy into your company. And so I, I presented a, 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 an investment opportunity to this, to this lady and I blew up her business in 90 days. Wow. And she got greedy and she reneged on the deal. Mm. But I was like, it's all good because now I got the roadmap. Yeah. Now I know I could do what you're doing. Yep. And so I left her Which company, was another blessing. Uh, unbelievable blessing. Yeah. At the time, I may not have seen that. Yeah. I was pissed off yeah, and, and of frustrated, yeah. but it was, it was a blessing in disguise because then I had proof of concept. I was like, I could do this. I saw this and I, and I was like, and I could do it better. That's how my mind works. And then all of a sudden I found a rehab center that wasn't doing so well. And then I, this time I really bought in. I really had equity, I had control. And then um, I actually partnered with my father, by the way, um, at the time, which was really cool. And, um, and then we found out the problem with that program was this individual. Mm. And so then we bought him out and then it was just like, sky's the limits from there hey guys if you're looking at this video i gotta stop it right now man my guy ryan is going absolutely crazy showing you guys how to be able to start and grow your own healthcare business right i know i'm into it he's literally about to hold my hand hold our team hand and his team and show us how we could do it if y'all interested in learning how there's going to be a link in the description where you guys can figure out how you could do the exact same thing let's get back to the episode it take it back to me being at the airport you right. see somebody else doing something you like if they could do it right. i know i could do right. it right and then you went and did the test and the, and the rest is is history right 
Got it. So I believe where we left off at, we 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 got the building now, we got the team now. Now we got to get clients. How do I get clients? Yeah, so that's the the, the more challenging piece, okay. and so that is that is the secret sauce, right? Uh, okay. And, but which, yeah. which is fine. I have no problem sharing it. So you need somebody that is capable of like really establishing high level relationships, and someone that's very very hungry, and that's that's not afraid to work. That's not afraid to travel. Yeah. Got to be at the conferences. Got to shake hands. It just has to be a super connector. Yeah. Someone that can meet everybody. And then you need to have a it's budget. It's hard to develop them. It you is. Gotta de that, yeah. It is. Yeah, that's good. It's a special individual that yeah. can get out there and just yeah. shake hands, kiss babies, and, yeah. and, just, and just have a likable personality mm -hmm. that, that can work hard. Yeah. Because those individuals gain a little bit of success, and then they get lazy. Mm. You know, and then they get frustrated. But that's where we would come in, and we would motivate that person with a little bit of a sweetener so that he's not just an employee, he has upside now. Yeah. And we're like, okay, this is the plan. We want to go to these many states. This is the team that we want to build. And then you just cultivate and, 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 and build a team yeah. of business development individuals. And that's probably like 25 to 30% of your referrals is, is that team, that business development team. Mm. And then you're going to need about 60 to 65% on marketing, which is like paid search or yeah. SEO or yeah. Facebook ads yeah. or you know, pay-per-click through Google. Let me get, how difficult is it? Y'all 600 plus employees. How difficult is it managing that amount of people, man? So it, it took some and time. is this virtual day in a big office somewhere? Yeah, so like, it's brick and mortar. So yeah. we, have, we have five locations in four states currently operational. There's two that are about to be open in the next 60 to 90 days. And so that was the learning curve, right? Like I had to figure out how to build a management team that was capable of running facilities. And so we have like an executive director at each site location that is responsible for their facility. And then we give them the framework. And then that's where, you know, Adam and I step in and we teach them, we, we coach them on how to be leaders, how to inspire, how to problem solve, you know, how to identify data and, and, and make decisions and, and execute and, and we teach them. And so that's, yeah. that's the training program that we've created. And so, you know, through trial and error, we learned like what works and what doesn't work. And so now we have it down to a science. And we just opened up a program in Washington State, which is the furthest away from us. And it was the best rollout, yeah. the, the most efficient rollout. I mean, it, we literally opened and we were full. Because you're learning from yeah. the mistakes. Yeah. How are you deciding now what cities to go to? Is it more so market research? I mean, think about it. We get 10,000 phone calls a month. We're only able to place 3%. Wow. And so we're referring patients out. Like that's mm. a big, that's, that's like a big opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But we didn't, but think about this. I didn't know that up until about two years ago. Yeah. Every remind me, uh, I don't know if you ever, I'm sure CPA marketing, what CPA marketing is, is it's just a sim, like not similar, but uh, ads team just are running ads, the leads and just selling them to insurance companies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Geico's the progressive, yeah, yeah. they get the best marketers in the world. I'll buy your leads from Yeah, them. Yeah. So it's, so that's Very a whole similar. nother yeah. vertical. So now it's about creating more verticals within the one business. Yeah, you want to maximize your platform. And, and it's interesting because one of the guys that spoke with us does like a ton of mergers and acquisitions. And he knows a little bit about the space. And he was asking me like what our per bed revenue was per yeah. month. And he literally did like a triple take. He's like, wait, what? He's yeah. like, what? Wait, what'd you just say? Yeah. And I was like, it's wild because like we've maximized yeah. like every single opportunity, yeah. you know, and, and we have so many different verticals inside of our one vertical and even leaning into the personal development and the coaching space. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're like, another vertical. Yeah. And so yeah. like this just keeps adding to maximize what we're currently doing because yeah. we have let's we work with 275 programs across the country 
and let's say 90% of them are like mom and pop single facilities. Mm. Every single one of them would love to learn how to scale to multiple states, learn the formula, the blueprint on how to do that. That's a whole nother Crazy. revenue. So here's what I learned I think is, is very important and, and you actually touched on it a little bit, like serve your way to success. Mm -hmm. And so once I really understood that principle and started practicing that principle, I started to obsess on like, how can I help more people that are struggling with addiction, yeah. that are struggling with mental health illnesses? Yeah. I'm only one provider. Yeah. So why not work with all the providers? Why not create impact in those lives? So for you, for example, you're like, Rowan, I want to get in the space. Yo, you're going to save lives. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I want to show you? Yeah. Like, like, yo, you're going to go out there. You're going to save lives. You probably have somebody in your family yep. that's suffered from addiction, that yep. has mental health illnesses. Yep. You may have struggled with mental health yourself. Yep. And you're like, yo, I want to go out there and make a difference in the world. Like, why wouldn't I want to help that person? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that abundant mindset. Yeah. And because then the only thing that's going to happen is there's going to come a day when you're going to be like, I'm not even going to ask for it. You're going to be like, yo, Ryan, I got you. Yo, thank you, bro. I didn't even ask for it. Yeah. That's just like you said, the universe and God will always look out like yeah. that. And that's, I think that's the importance, man. We've been in a scarcity mindset for so long that we don't even know right. how, we don't know another way. So, right. Again, man, this episode's been fire. The show's been fire. I appreciate you coming appreciate on you, here and sharing just the game, man, yeah. on how I'm going to go build a $10 million <laughs> healthcare. And I'm only that. saying 10 because, y'all, I don't know if I got enough time to go all in, but I'm going to go all in. 10 million, I ain't mad at extra 10 million a year, <laughs> nah, nah. but let everybody know how they could connect with you, brother. Yeah, man, my name is Ryan Zofay. That's Z-O-F-A-Y. Follow me on Instagram. Everything you need is there. Let's get it, y'all. So again, thank y'all for tuning in for the show. We'll see you on the next one. I appreciate Peace. you guys. Thank you.